Talk Radio. The chance of us meeting here is off the scale. We are like, there are more stars in the known universe than the chance of us being here today at this point in time. We can't do this. We can't keep doing this. Yeah. You have statistics, you have statistical expertise, yeah. but you see each of these as what? It's a human as life. So, I know a database administrator, I've been one for 20 years, right? It's just data. This is different. It's because we're seeing human lives being destroyed. Um, This data is a river of tears, and I feel the pain. So I can't go on with it. I'm Liz Gunn, and this is an emergency call around the world from New Zealand. Today is Sunday, the 3rd of December, 2023. The whistleblower who has put out the crucial information exposing the COVID lies, exposing the information that he had working for the Ministry of Health in New Zealand, has had his house surrounded by police at 2.15 today. The second person who backs up that whistleblower and one of the people who contacted me along with the whistleblower has had her house now surrounded by police. They're admitting he published secret data. He redacted the names of the dead, but only the government had that database to know who was dead and who was live in the National Healthcare Database. Everything else he put out is public. We will continue to be your single source of truth. You can trust us as a source of that information. Uh, You can also trust the Director General of Health and the Ministry of Health. For that information, do feel free to visit at any time to clarify any rumor you may hear. No one but him had control of all of them at the same time. And he says he looked it up. It's the only major tier one country that's high tech. Because New Zealand is a small country and get away with one database administrator to do this. So I'm in a unique position in the world because New Zealand is a tier one country with really good IT. Um, I was able to manage and build the system and as be the only database administrator needed to look after it. In other countries like America or Britain, um, you'd need a whole team of people. So it would be very difficult for one person to get access to all of this information. But in New Zealand, because of the size and because it's got really good IT, I happen to be the, the one. And I think the universe has put me here for this reason. So New Zealand becomes a seminal example for the yes, world. Yes, We are a petri dish here. Yes, Though the Pentagon with one hand has been pushing it all, but with the other, we've got Pentagon reports saying mass death and a new Navy report confirming 900 plus percent increase in heart failure in the military. It's a Navy report on the general military, but they, they saw similar numbers. Uh, 900 plus, almost a thousand percent increase. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMET data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only am using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, Pulmonary heart disease, 62%. Heart failure, 973%. Other forms of heart disease, 63%. Cardiomyopathy, 152%. So he went and crunched the numbers because he saw the numbers from other countries. 
and it, he found the same numbers. We have the insurance actuaries that Edward Dowd, two years ago on this show, said, soon I'll have top whistleblowers from the insurance industry go public. Now those whistleblowers in the last year have been testifying to Congress. One of them is the recognized top insurance statistician in the world. There's going to be 145% higher mortality. And if you were to take these numbers and just apply them to the United States, that ends up being something like 600,000 excess deaths per year in the United States from this higher vaccine-induced mortality. World War II had a 4 or 5% increase in death. World War I, about a 7 to 8% worldwide increase in death. This is a 40% increase starting in 2021 with the shots, not the year before with COVID. No increase in death. Flat, regular year. Welcome to the American Journal, where Chase Geyser unfolds the chapters of America's grand tale. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host today. It is an honor and pleasure to be with you. COP28 launches Climate Fund for Vulnerable Nations. A new financing mechanism to support nations being harmed by climate change was agreed to on Thursday at the opening day of the 28th United Nations Climate Change Conference with an initial pledge of over $400 million from industrialized countries and the host, the United Arab Emirates. We're going to run clip 22 here in a second of the IMF. They always frame these climate change things as if they're trying to help the vulnerable, as if they're trying to help the disenfranchised or the suffering or the most desperate or the, or the poorest among the people of the earth. We really have to help with these climate change problems that these vulnerable nations are facing. So we're going to make sure we put a carbon tax in place to decrease emissions and save the climate. But in the meantime, nobody in any, any of the poorest countries that are going to be able to heat their homes or cool their homes or prepare food or have electricity or light at night. Let's go ahead and run clip 22. We are a huge proponent of carbon price. We believe that carbon price has the potential of raising revenues uh, in a way that is both equitable because the more you consume, the more you pollute, the more you pay. Mm. And it is also an incentive to accelerate decarbonization. In other words, you would need less money uh, because of uh, consumption and production adapting to it, to it. And it's not just the United Arab Emirates and it's not just the United States that's constantly pushing these green energy initiatives. But we see King Charles as well delivered a highly politicized speech to support collectivist net zero project. This is going to be clip 18 here in a second. It could have been worse. King Charles could have ascended to his desert palace and pronounced that we had just 96 months to avert irretrievable climate and ecosystem collapse. This is exactly like what we saw from Al Gore with an inconvenient truth. And we see it happening now where if we don't do something desperate now, if we don't spend an astronomical sum of money now, if we don't increase regulations astronomically now, then in 96 months, everyone will die. Let's listen to King Charles in clip 18. Your Highness, Your Secretary Highness. General, 
Secretary General, Majesties, Your Royal Highnesses, Presidents, Prime Ministers, Pedophiles. Ministers, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to extend my heartfelt gratitude to His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan for his warm invitation to warm speak to you at the opening of the globally warm invitation. Eight years ago, I was most touched to be asked to speak at the opening of COP21 in Paris, which of course culminated in the Paris Agreement, a landmark moment of hope and optimism when nations put differences to one side for the common good. I pray with all my heart that COP28 will be another critical turning point towards genuine transformational action at a time when already, as scientists have been warning for so long, we are seeing alarming tipping points being reached. I've spent a large proportion of my life trying to warn of the existential threats facing us over global warming, over climate change and biodiversity loss. But I was not alone. For instance, Sheikh Mohammed's dear father, Sheikh Zayed, was advocating for clean energy at a time even before the United Arab Emirates as such came into being. All these decades later, and despite all the attention, there is 30% more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere now than there was back then. So, there you have it. King Charles advocating this. We see the United Arab Emirates advocating this. We see the IMF advocating this. And this all comes in the context of the Biden administration advocating it, John Kerry advocating it. Let's just run clip eight here in a second. This is a short little clip of Kamala Harris speaking wisdom as she always does, just showing that all at once the international community, everybody basically except for China and Russia, is coming out for this climate change initiative. President Biden and I have made the largest climate investment in the history of our country, and some have said the world. Today, we are demonstrating through action how the world can and must meet this crisis. In order to keep our critical 1.5 degrees Celsius goal within reach, we must have the ambition to meet this moment. You know what net zero means, right? Net zero means that millions upon millions of people die from things like exposure, environmental issues, not having power or electricity in their homes, not being able to prepare food properly. That's why some people are coming out, some people who actually are in the know and saying that eradicating fossil fuels is absolutely insane. Let's go ahead and run clip 19 and see what the COP28 president says about refusing to eliminate fossil fuels. As your head of the Abu Dhabi um, National Oil Company, you could actually take it with more credibility uh, by saying, I now recognize we have to phase out fossil fuel with just transition for the workers and their communities and just transition into uh, renewable, uh, accessible, affordable, uh, clean energy. Um, it, it's not going to happen overnight, as you say. It will be orderly but urgent. I didn't hear the word urgent enough in your voice when you spoke earlier. That's why I kind of interrupted. I said fast track. I'm not sure what urgent means. A fast track is not good enough. 
Fast track is, um, you know, it can be more of a managerial term. Uh, urgency is crisis, crisis mode. Yeah, yeah. We can we can always play with words here. Um, you are a good politician, and you know how to use words better than I do. I'm a businessman. I am centered around delivery and actions. Well, will you will you, will you lead on phasing out, phasing out fossil fuel with just transition, as I've. As I've said, for you, the can, you can the... you can you you can take the lead. I'll make sure I put you as an item on the agenda and I'll adopt it. Someone has to take the lead. You are a developed. Uh, you come from a developed country. Developed countries, I'm sure, can take the lead, like they always do, and uh, lead by example. You can lead by example, and like I said from the beginning, I accepted to come to this uh, to this meeting to have a sober and a mature uh, conversation. Uh, we do not, I'm not in any way signing up to any discussion that is alarmist. I am here factual and I respect the science. And there is no science uh, out there or no scenario out there that says that the phase out of fossil fuel is what's going to achieve 1.5. 1.5 is my North Star. And a phase down and a phase out of fossil fuel, in my view, is inevitable. It is essential, but we need to be real, serious and pragmatic about it. But the real serious and pragmatic doesn't take into account that we are in. I mean, I, I respect that you've done a lot of hard work preparing for this COP and that you've listened to the science. The science is very acute now. We don't have any time. They say six or seven years. We've got to peak by 2025, Mom, latest in fossil fuel. You, you, um, fossil fuel, and your company is investing in a lot more new fossil fuel, and that's 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 going to hurt women. Uh, Ma'am, <laughs> you've you've just accused me of something that is not correct. I'm sorry, I don't take it. Now I ask you to prove to I, me. I, I read that how... your company is is investing in a lot more fossil fuel in the future. Yes, Ma'am, you're reading true? you're reading your own media which is biased and wrong. I am telling you, I am the man in charge, and it is wrong, ma'am. You need to listen to me, please. I'm, I'm please, very, I'm for very once. pleased to hear it. I'm very pleased to hear it. It is wrong. You guys write a lie, and you believe it. I'm well, sorry. I, I do not I accept really it. Follow what I see. Um, I am not accepting this. I'm sorry. I am sorry. I respect you, and I do not accept any false accusations. I've been very clear about my position. This is wrong. And you're asking for a phase out of fossil fuel. Please help me show me a roadmap for a phase out of fossil fuel that will allow, that will allow for socio, for sustainable socio-economic development. Unless you want to take the world back into caves. Thank you, but I prefer it my way. Make sure you get TurboForce Plus at InfoWarsStore.com right now. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency. Oh, was I not on the controlled coup for decades in this country? We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. And it's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us. 
by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. Please listen closely because this is life-changing critical information. The globalists are bombarding us with toxic chemicals hitting us in the air, the water, the food, the 5G, the poison shots, the shedding, the GMO, all of it. But God's given us compounds through nature that do incredible things in our body. And one of the most important, if not the most important, is vitamin B12. We've got the best organic vitamin B12, Ultra 12, a bestseller finally back in stock after close to a year being sold out. You take it under the tongue for better absorption, and it's 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Get your Ultra 12 and other great products. And for 40% off, some products are even more, and it keeps the show on the air. That is a 360 win. The only way you lose is not taking action. I thank you all for your support, being part of this fight. Now go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back to The American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host today. Self-amplifying RNA shots. Next generation of RNA vaccine tech is here. So now they don't only want to inoculate you, but they want to inoculate you in such a way that you continuously inoculate yourself. And I know that they say that vaccine shedding is a conspiracy theory, and it's not really true. But would you honestly put it past any of these big pharma companies or the government to create this technology in the name of protecting the greater good so that you don't even have to get vaccinated in order to get vaccinated? And, and what's really disturbing is with this RNA technology, one could feasibly actually alter the DNA of any of the hosts of this technology forever, perpetually. So not only will we be infecting people with these medications, these vaccines that are supposed to allegedly help us, but it won't only impact those who have made the sort of leftist globalist delusion decision to trust big pharmaceutical companies and the government, but it could potentially affect everyone in the world who comes into contact with them. They're actually manufacturing these pandemics in the name of stopping pandemics. We're going to run clip three in a second here, but pharmaceutical companies are working on a new type of RNA vaccine that will contain self-amplifying RNA, S-A-R-N-A, a more potent form of the modified RNA found in the COVID vaccines. But don't worry, there aren't any negative side effects. Don't worry, it's okay if you're pregnant to take these experimental drugs. Go ahead and run clip three. Why are experts so convinced, including you, um, that the COVID-19 vaccine is safe for pregnant women? So um, we have numerous studies here, and this is really important because notice how I she touches her hair. You That's want to control everything. An indicator of discomfort. She has to adjust her hair before Perfect. she responds and to the question. And you worry, right? Because there are so many things that feel like that they're not in your control. Mm -hmm. The first thing I think that's really important to understand is that pregnant women tend to have 
more severe disease than non-pregnant women. So it's really important to make sure that they're protected because if you want to do anything, it's to make sure that you are delivering a healthy baby and you are there to be the mom to that baby for a very long period of time. And so we really do want to make sure that those pregnant women are protected. Um, we have now have data on pregnant women, not just getting vaccine in the third trimester and the second trimester, but now even the first trimester, we have that period of time Early on, we could say in that third trimester, no outcomes that were different among women who were vaccinated and women who weren't vaccinated for their babies. And now with more and more data, we're seeing that there are really no differences in outcomes in terms of fertility, desire to get pregnant, adverse baby outcomes, really, if you've been vaccinated or not. So what we really know now with a wealth of data and numerous studies, thousands of pregnant women, that um, that you are at higher risk if you don't get vaccinated and that outcomes are the same for mom and baby if you do get vaccinated. Why did she make the claim that we found that if you get vaccinated, it won't have an impact on your desire to get pregnant? We found that people who wanted to get pregnant and then got vaccinated still wanted to be pregnant afterward. (laughs) She just seems like she was shooting from the hip. Man. Bill Gates, meanwhile, says that Africans need genetically modified seeds and chickens to fight climate change. We're going to run clip 17 here in a second. Technocrat and Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates has insisted that Africa needs genetically modified seeds and chickens to fight climate change and end hunger. Keep in mind that these third world countries are by far and away not the major contributors to these fossil fuel climate issues. It's primarily China that's responsible for whatever carbon emission increases have occurred because of the massive amounts of manufacturing and the total disregard for polluting. That's not to say that it's actually having a significant impact, but why is it that the likes of Gates and the likes of these IMF or COP28 initiatives, agendas, conferences are always talking about third world country, third world country, third world country. Why do they care what random tribes or random rural communities are doing in order to keep their homes or operate their civilizations? When we know that the impact is actually China, no one's actually talking much about China. And when they do, it's just sort of tongue in cheek anyway. Well, it's because they want to experiment with these drugs, these initiatives, these agendas on these vulnerable populations that have no means of recourse. We don't care if Uganda wages war on the United States. It has no power. So we're going to go in. These vulnerable communities are going to be naive and trust us. We're going to experiment on experiment on them with vaccines, and we're going to enforce our climate will on them as a test to see how it's going to be when it rolls out to the entire global population. The same thing with these digital IDs, the same thing with these digital currencies. Let's go ahead and run clip 17 right now. So we need to go full speed ahead on that, you know, just because the next generation or something else will come along uh, shouldn't relieve us of uh, full, full speed deployment, um, including things like electric cars that, you know, at least at the high end of the range, aren't uh, hugely more expensive for the person who parks on the street. Uh, OK, we're still not there, but time is definitely on our side in that one. So implementation of what we have today, full speed, in many areas like steel and cement, uh, we don't have an economic solution. And just raising the price of everything at a time when people are experiencing inflation, you know, if we're not smart about that, we're going to get a lot of pushback. You know, we're seeing that a little bit 
uh, in political debates. So how do you square the need uh, to go fast and the, the uh, limit on what people are willing to spend? And that's where innovation this comes This is crazy in. to me. I, I don't know if it was a Reese report last week. Maybe the crew remembers. But there was that conversation with that expert about, I think it was a Reese report, about the psychological difference among cultures and so how you have to frame the new world order and these initiatives differently depending on who you're trying to win over. So he used the example of the massive Chinese firewall, the great firewall of China, as something that the Chinese love. The Chinese think they are actually being protected by their government by not having access to the entirety of the Internet because they've been conditioned and brainwashed and they're collectivists. So they just accept it as thank you, government, for keeping this harmful information out of my country. And then he goes on to say in this video that if we were trying to if we were going to try to do something like that here in the United States the people would massively reject it and have pushback rightfully so so if we want to convince the people in the United States to do the same thing that we want the Chinese to do if we want to brainwash the people in the United States the same way that the Chinese are brainwashed then we need to broach the subject a little differently we need to approach them with a little bit of different messaging to win them over. So we, basically he says we have to trick the Americans to do these things because they know that it's the new world order. And we're seeing Gates say the same thing about these climate initiatives or these vaccine initiatives. We need to rush ahead as fast as possible, but we have to be careful how we do it because we don't want any pushback. We don't want people to catch on to what we're doing before we've had the chance to do it. So we have to be careful about how we do it. They are literally telling us that they're trying to figure out how to trick us. They're trying to get past our cognitive dissonance, our cognitive barriers, our critical thinking skills in order to subjugate us under a new world order. We're going to get more into this in the next segment. Make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com now and check out TurboForce Plus, which is back in stock at 25% off. I believe we're still doing free shipping and double Patriot points for an extended Cyber Week. Let the savings begin. I love TurboForce Plus. It does light me up like a Christmas tree. It's one of the few sub few substances, products that I use from InfoWars store every day. TurboForce, I love BrainForce, I love Ultra 12. Get it today and be the reason we are still on the air. Donkey Kong, and Super Mario Brothers, and now the ultimate retro nostalgia throwback game. I present to the world, Alex Jones' New World Order Wars, the turn of the friggin' frogs game. I'll eat your ass, you Nazi scum. Let's free the Patriots and defeat the globalist techies. We are going to defeat the globalists very bigly. This game is mostly peaceful. Woo! Ah! I'm going to lower the world's population. <laughs> oh, big deal. I'm taking you down, rapist. I did not have sexual relations with that saxophone. <laughs> Download it now at alexjonesgame.com because as we all know, anything badass gets censored. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. It's the American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. 
Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. Walmart has joined a boycott against X. And we're going to run clip 29 here in a second. U.S. retail giant Walmart has announced it is suspending advertising on X, formerly Twitter, becoming the latest major brand to abandon the platform. We know that Apple, Coca-Cola, and Disney have halted their paid ads on X, and it's because of these alleged anti-Semitic remarks that Elon Musk made. But we know that Elon Musk isn't actually anti-Semitic. In fact, instead of running clip 29... I want to first run clip number 14, which is the Bill Maher segment with Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin says even that Elon Musk isn't anti-Semitic, and then we'll get into 29 after that. Go ahead and run clip 14, please. What did you think of Elon Musk's trip to Israel? Do you think he no longer harbors anti-Semitic and conspiratorial beliefs? Oh, well, he never had anti-Semitic or conspiratorial beliefs in the first place, but Elon Musk is not an anti-Semite. There are plenty of anti-Semites out there. You called a whole bunch of them out during the show. I mean, Elon Musk going to Israel was absolutely great. I think too many people now don't believe anything they see, but they do believe Elon Musk. So him going there and saying, I saw the 47 minutes of footage. He's wearing dog tags of, uh, you know, from one of the families. Okay. Well, lost their kids. I mean, it could, there's a lot of anti-Semites out there, but Elon Musk is not one of them. That may be true. I, I, I I mean, look, he's a hard guy to follow all the time. I've tried. And the one, this thing did test my patience with him because he may not be an anti-Semite, but when someone tweets what they tweeted, And he tweets, you have spoken the actual truth. It looks really anti-Semitic. So, yeah, but, I mean, you keep in mind that Musk followed up that tweet and added context. It's very obvious that he's not anti-Semitic. He kicked Yay off the platform for sharing an image of a symbol that resembled the swastika. It wasn't even the actual swastika. And Yay's nuts. So, he had an excuse to do something crazy. He's actually mentally ill, in my opinion, anyway. So... This guy, time and time again, has demonstrated that he's not anti-Semitic. He doesn't believe there's anything inherently inferior or wrong or evil about the Jewish people. That's what anti-Semitism is. Anti-Semitism, and I know that technically, if you go back to the literal definition of it, it means anybody that's opposed to the cultures of the Semitic languages. So it doesn't even stop at just Jewish people. But in the colloquial sense of the term, anti-Semitism means that you hate Jews. That's what that means today. And I just don't believe that Elon Musk hates Jewish people just by virtue of being Jewish. He's met with Bibi Netanyahu, who came here and rode around in a truck with him. He went over to Israel. How many things does this guy have to do to make it obvious that he's not anti-Semitic? And the fact of the matter is, the establishment knows that he's not anti-Semitic. These companies that are pulling their advertising revenue know that he's not anti-Semitic, but the people have been tricked into perceiving him to be anti-Semitic. The leftist voters, the leftist woke population just has this cognitive dissonance where they believe it. And so these corporations are coming out. The real reason that they're coming out against him isn't because of his anti-Semitic rhetoric. We know that they don't care about whether or not they support platforms that do evil things. We know that Meta is struggling to control pedophiles now, according to reports. So why are people advertising on Meta if there's actual pedophiles there when they're pulling advertisement from X just because he responded to a controversial tweet and then later clarified it, and it may or may not have actually been anti-Semitic. It wasn't, obviously. And so the reason they're doing it is just because they're pissed off that it's a free speech platform. 
These major corporations who are in bed with the intelligence community because they have compromised boards of directors and they're publicly traded are in bed with this intelligence community that wants to censor and break down and bring down X by all means necessary because they know that freedom of speech is the path to taking America back and they don't want you taking America back. They want to keep it for themselves. They don't want a Trump in office again. They want to keep it for themselves. But I think Musk has very, very clearly come out and expressed how he feels about this blackmail. We're going to run clip 29 in a second. How he feels about these major tech companies who are concerned more with appearing good than actually doing or being good. Let's run clip 29 now. So if you're ready, let's go for the million. If Bob Iger was in the room with you right now, what would you say to him? Eat a bag of dicks? Suck on my pee-pee? Disney Plus is gay? Go f*** yourself. Um, um, I'd like to use one of my lifelines and phone a friend. Okay, who would you like to call? I'd like to call Bob Iger. <laughs> All right. Our friends at AT&T will get Bob Iger on the line, and we'll see if he can help you. Hello, Bob. Yeah. Hi, Regis Philbin here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Hi. We've got Elon Musk with us right now. He's won a half million dollars. Wow. And he's going for a million dollars. <laughs> and he needs your help to get there. Okay. So he's going to come on the line, read a question, four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. Elon, you've got 30 seconds. Starts right now. Hey, Bob. Hi. I don't really need your help. I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. <laughs> Go yourself. He's won a million dollars. <laughs> so we see the Walmarts and the Apples and the Coca-Colas and the Disneys come out and pull their advertising. Obviously, we saw his response last week. It went quite viral. And we know that it's not actually because they think he's anti-Semitic, but it's because it's part of this greater woke agenda. But they have no problem perpetuating these sort of disgusting, degenerate, morally ambiguous or morally just bankrupt promotions and partnerships. Let's look at clip 32 of Mulvaney's new sponsor. Go ahead and run it. Looks like we're having a little bit of a technical issue on our end. There we go. I am six. I'm a city child. I live at the Plaza Hotel, which is huge and wonderful and trace elegant, especially at Christmas time. No problem whatsoever associating with that sort of thing and making sure it goes viral so kids see it everywhere. How about clip 33? Let's see how this impact is going viral and basically brainwashing terrifying, terrorizing, and causing our children to question everything. No problem being associated with the likes of this. Run clip 33, please. Just because I had a, just a bit of a jarring experience here. Um, I, went, I went into the bank. I was trying to change my name on my account, which apparently I can't do because my ex and I still have a joint account, so my ex needs to be present. So I can change my name and it reflects on both accounts. Regardless of that, um, the girl who was doing it had a question and she, ca she calls her 
coworker over like, well, he's trying to change his name on his account. And I'm, I'm like, she, she kind of like looks at me a little bit and is like, oh, I'm sorry. And just like writes it off. But like, I'm just like, you read both names. Like she had both my IDs and my legal name change paperwork in front of her. So, um, you know what my name's going to. Number two, I look and sound like this. I know I'm six feet tall, but girl, come on. I'm wearing a dress. I am wearing a dress. I am wearing makeup. I'm wearing eyeliner and eyeshadow and everything. Like, who do you think we're going to fight? This person or Justin Trudeau? What do I have to fucking do? What do I have to do to, like, just get gendered correctly once while I'm out? Like, I, I know it's happened before, but, like, when I'm doing something, like, official like this, it's been so annoying that, like, it's just like, oh, well, he needs this and his and him and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, are you kidding me? You use your eyes. Use your eyes. This isn't use your eyes. Science. I'm obviously like, a woman. It's very clear that if you aren't sure, here's a tip. You aren't sure, ask. Ask what my pronouns are. Now, I know that it's easy to make fun of this person and it's easy to comment on how ridiculous the whole thing is. It is. But honestly, I really feel bad for that person. I genuinely do, and maybe that's the right outlook for us. More on the other side, visit InfoWarsStore.com. Cyber Week 2023, the biggest sale of the year, is now live. Store-wide free shipping on any order, double Patriot points, that's 10% off your next order, and up to 60% off on best-selling products. And X2, sold out for more than a year, that is the game-changing element in your body that counters the fluoride, everything. Nobody else has got it. Limited supply, X2, is discounted in InfoWarsStore.com. We've got sales right here, as much as 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got Brain Force Plus, the incredible nootropic, 60% off. Brain Force Ultra, fast acting, 60% off. Real Red Pill Plus, green fiber capsules, down out sleep support, 50% off. Vaso Beats, finally back in stock, 40% off. Bodies about to sell out, 40% off. The list goes on and on. And get a copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalists and Launch the Next Great Renaissance, all at InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back to The American Journal, folks. I'm your host this morning, Chase Geyser. Cosmopolitan Magazine promotes satanic abortion ceremonies. A recent social media post and accompanying article by the fashion magazine Cosmopolitan created a massive backlash as it openly promoted, quote, satanic abortion, end quote, rituals. A Cosmopolitan Instagram post claims patients of all faiths are welcome at a New Mexico satanic abortion virtual clinic sponsored by the Satanic Temple. The article details the experience of a person named Jessica who allegedly had an abortion at the facility despite not being a Satanist. The Satanic Temple, TST, named the abortion clinic after Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito Jr.'s mom, calling it Samuel Alito's mom's Satanic Abortion Clinic. (laughs) This is so evil. What a troll. The name is a jab at the SCOTUS judge as he ruled in favor of destroying Roe v. Wade abortion protections. There is no physical building for the temple, and the group is instead just shipping abortion pills to New Mexico residents after a phone call meeting. And we went into the Mulvaney stuff, and we went into the misgendering video in the last segment. And we're seeing time and time again, and we're going to run clip 16 in a second, just how crumbling our culture is, our values, our society. And I believe in freedom of religion. I believe in freedom of speech, freedom of thought. If you want to change your gender or have your body mutilated, then I think that as a consenting adult, you should be able to do that. If you want to do drugs, I believe as a consenting adult, you should be able to do that. But a good, healthy society, despite the fact that it would protect your right to do bad things, would not be composed of people so incessantly demonstrating a lack of mental health. We would see a society that isn't given to this hedonism, this debauchery, isn't constantly promoting, perpetuating, propping up, and advocating just general Satanism. And I know that Satanism is sort of a loaded term. When you say Satanism, sometimes people think like eyes wide shut, actual Satanic rituals, Baphomet, sacrifices, being made in some dark temple with candles and gothic chicks. And then the other expression for Satanism, too, is just anything that's an adversary. That's what it actually means in Hebrew in the Old Testament. If you look at the word used for Satan, it means the adversary oftentimes. So anything that gets in the way of God's plan, get behind me, Satan, Jesus famously said to Peter. And so even if we're not talking about actual Satanic rituals or we're not talking about literal worship of Lucifer, there are many ways in which Satanism is practiced. It's perpetually practiced. Frankly, I would say that anything that isn't Christian in terms of religious practice is a form of Satanism. Anything that gets in the way of God's plan, anything that isn't accepting of Christ, anything that denies Christ is, practically speaking, Satanism, right? Just look at clip 16 of where we're at now in terms of the rituals that people are doing instead of the traditional sort of Norman Rockwell depiction of Americans at church praying to the real God. What is this? Oh, 
hotel conference and they're just rubbing food all over each other. Tell you what, when Alex Jones said that we're being invaded by South American walruses, he was right. There they are. Absolutely unbelievable to see that. (laughs) I don't even know what to think. I don't even know what to think. And it's not just that. It's not just this culture falling apart because of this woke idealism. It's also our culture being watered down because of the massive amounts of migration that we allowed. We see it happening all over Europe with the streets of London swarming with burqa after burqa after burqa after burqa at these protests. We see it happen in the United States with our border being flooded with upwards of 10 million people since the Biden administration came into office. Many of them not successfully apprehended that many of them from countries of interest, terrorist-backed countries. And what we're seeing in Europe is really a foreshadowing for what's going to happen here in the United States. Ever since Europe became the European Union and all of these individual nations sacrificed their sovereignty for a collectivist union, we have seen this replacement migration take place where the Germanys and the Englands and the Irelands and the Scotlands have been forced to take these refugees and migrants from places that refuse to assimilate with the culture. I mean, people always use the accusation, the criticism, the counter-argument against sort of right-wing anti-immigration rhetoric by saying, oh, well, when did your ancestors come over here? When did they get off of the boat? And it's really apples and oranges because when my family came to the United States, they came to the United States to be American. Jacob Geyser didn't come over in 1893 to be a German. He came over here in 1893 to be an American. And I'm sure the same is true for many of you. Nobody in this country really has a last name that is just American. I was talking about that with the crew earlier. There isn't actually an American name. I guess you could go to the Native Americans and say that some of those names are genuinely American, but I mean like United States of America, American, Revolutionary American. All of our names come from somewhere else, whether we have an English surname, whatever, nationality. All of our names are somewhere else, but we came here and we're all American, except for when you take these refugees and these migrants, these people that are seeking asylum. They don't want to be American. They want to be what they are. They just want to be that here, which results in not this melting pot, but these conflicting cultures in close proximity to one another. And it manifests in things like this terror attack in Paris that killed one and injured two by the Islamist yelling Allahu Akbar. One person was killed and two others were wounded in a stabbing attack in downtown Paris on Saturday evening. Interior Minister Gerald Dermanen has said. And this is why we're seeing young European voters flocking to the far right, according to The Guardian. Let's run clip 15 here in a second of this German rave. Now, they're going to be chanting in German, but what they're actually saying is basically immigrants out, immigrants out, Germany to the Germans, immigrants out. And these are the 18 to 35-year-old crowd. This is military age men. Go ahead and run it. things like compromise an entire culture, you're going to inspire a radicalism among the natives of a region where it actually becomes cool to have conservative values. It's punk rock to have conservative right-wing values now because we've been so disenfranchised and persecuted, and we've seen the ails and the struggles that come from a leftist leadership. I was talking about 
London swarming with protests and burkas after burkas, just as B-roll, run clip 24, so the audience can see. I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. When, you think, when I think about England, I think about the Revolutionary War, I think about traditional sort of bougie English royalty. And this is what happens when you compromise your national sovereignty for an internationalist agenda. You're going to have thousands upon thousands of people in your nation that hate all of your values, that hate your culture, and that demand political concessions from you. And I'm not trying to sound Islamophobic or bigoted anyway. I think that people should have a right to practice their religion. I just want to protect my culture and my way of life and my people, and I don't want to be threatened. I don't want my politicians to represent the interests of people who consider me an infidel worthy of any sort of violence or jihad or extremism who advocate for the likes of suicide bombing and terrorist attacks on civilians. And the same is true if, if, the, if that crowd had been just full of Israelis, like actual Israelis protesting that we help Israel, I'd feel the same way. This is not a double standard here. I don't want anything else in the streets protesting for our government to do anything other than Americans advocating American interests. I think they should have a right to do it, but why are they here to begin with? That's what's really alarming to me. We're going to get into more in the next hour. Make sure in the meantime you visit InfoWarsStore.com and get TurboForce Plus, which is 25% off. Cyber Week is about to end as we've extended it. I believe maybe even today we're going to go into a new promotion. So take advantage of these sales up to 60% off, free shipping, and double the Patriot points. Get TurboForce Plus, which is back in stock at 25% off. It is my favorite product in the InfoWars store. It will light you up like a Christmas tree. And what better time of year to be lit up like a Christmas tree than this December 2023? Be the reason we're still on the air. We need you now more than ever. I highly recommend TurboForce Plus, plus all of the BrainForce products, plus Vitamin Mineral Fusion and Ultra 12. We know that the government wants you to be unhappy and unhealthy. We know that the globalists want you to be unhappy and unhealthy. That's how they break you down so that they can control you. So one of the first ways to fight back, the real front, is taking control of your own life, demanding sovereignty of your own self, taking care of yourself. A healthy American population is a healthy America. Put on forestore.com right now. Thank you. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new, faster-absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. Join Chase Geyser on the American Journal. 
navigating the currents of the American dream. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow. Public on Substack have received documents from a whistleblower who was recruited to participate in the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, or CTIL, through cybersecurity meetings hosted by the Department of Homeland Security. These documents reveal how the U.S. government recruited a web of NGOs and private individuals to do what the government cannot lawfully do, censor and subvert the American people. Led by military contractor Sarah Jane Turp and Pablo Brewer of U.S. Special Operations, a primary objective was to replace words like propaganda and censorship with the term cognitive security in the ethos of the cybersecurity industry. Cognitive security is the thing you want to have. You want to protect um, the that cognitive layer. It basically it's 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 about pollution. Um, so. Misinformation, disinformation is a form of pollution across the internet. It, and just because we're going to get comments about this, my position on this is, is clear, has always been clear. We don't want to remove people's voices. What we're trying to remove is artificial megaphones. They wrote that the third pillar of the information environment should be the cognitive dimension, which is just another way of saying mind control. You're not trying to get people to believe lies most of the time. Most of the time, you're trying to change their belief sets. And in fact, really uh, deeper than that, you're trying to change, to shift their internal narratives slightly, or at least uh, use their internal narratives. Brewer explained how this cognitive social engineering needs to be customized for Americans. Different audiences are going to require different methods of delivery and different messages, and that's because they've got these pre-existing social and uh, and cognitive biases. So, um, you certainly, if you uh, talk to the average Chinese citizen, uh, they absolutely believe that the Great Firewall of China is not there for censorship. They believe that it's there because the the People's Republic of China and the uh, communist, Chinese Communist Party are want to protect their citizenry, and they absolutely believe that's a good thing. Uh, if the U.S. government tried to sell that narrative, uh, we would absolutely lose our minds and say, no, 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 this is a violation of our First Amendment rights. Um, so the in-group and out-group messaging have to be often different. Another term they used to justify their crimes against the American people is public-private partnership. To work around violating Americans' constitutional rights, private citizens did the dirty work under government supervision. Turp and Brewer openly admit that they are set up as a private NGO to censor American citizens for the U.S. military. I wear two hats, and I mentioned the one hat is is the director of the Donovan Group, which is the, or the military director of the Donovan Group, which is that Future Studies and Think Tank. In my other hat, I'm what they call an innovation officer. I'm one of two innovation officers at Softworks, which is a completely unclassified 501c3 nonprofit that's funded by U.S. Special Operations Command. And that's so that we can get uh, after non-traditional problems and non-traditional tactics and work with uh, non-traditional partners. They targeted people who were protesting the lockdowns and developed the DISARM framework, which was employed by the World Health Organization for countering anti-vaccination campaigns. 
They subvert social media companies, and they report website domains to registrars. To influence public opinion, they create fake accounts and infiltrate private groups. They train influencers to spread their messaging, and they pressure banks to cut off people's accounts. For more of this, go to Public on Substack, who will be pressing our elected officials with these documents. Greg Reese reporting. Listening to the American Journal with your host Chase Geyser. Everybody's turning against the Biden administration. He's losing support. He's coming out and claiming that there are as many as seven Republicans who secretly support him, but are too scared to come out and say so. And frankly, I think that's probably true. There probably are at least seven Republicans who are only publicly claiming to support Donald Trump, and in secret want anyone else to be in office. But we see that the Democrats, even in Chicago, the black vote is coming out against the Biden administration because, like we saw in Europe, like we covered in the last segment, there seems to be a representation of people who hate America, who aren't American, that is disproportionate and unfair while Americans are being disregarded. We know that the Department of Veteran Affairs is processing medical claims for illegal migrants while ignoring U.S. vets. And we know that these migrants are being funded and given resources while our own citizens are struggling, homeless, failing to pay their mortgages or unable to afford a home to begin with. Let's run clip number 37 here. These are Chicago black voters saying, hey, what the hell? I thought you were supposed to represent us and threatening to leave the Democratic Party altogether. And it's not just one random guy. There's a group of people there that are cheering him on as he says the Democratic Party basically doesn't do anything for them. Go ahead and run it. Black Americans. We're not African American. We're not people of color. We're not black and brown, minority. BIPOC. None of that. People, no, none of that. Strict, this is about our people. Demanding the resources, just as you've given these people, these newcomers who are walking into this country. And since this is correct, how do you take a new group of people that have paid no taxes, can't vote, and you put them in front of the voters? I'm not going to pay them no taxes. And so we say this to you, Mayor, Governor, President. If you think that they're that powerful, that you have to acquiesce and answer to them over us, then you tell them to vote for you. You tell them to support your Democratic National Convention. We're going to show you how we feel about the Democratic National Convention. Turn it up. Thank you. If you think you're going to have a peaceful Democratic National Convention in the city of Chicago while our people stop it, stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Oh, we're not going to stand out of anything back. And we ask any of those who are about closing borders, we don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, or whatever. As long as you're about closing these borders, we can support you. That's right. And anybody who is about open borders, we're against you. We're against you. Plain and simple.
inner city of Chicago, now is your time because we are done with the Democrat administration losing support from the black community, specifically in Chicago and in the instance of those clips, but they're also losing the support of the Muslim community. Muslim Americans in swing states launch anti-Biden campaign over Israel support, and we see that the Biden administration is constantly trying to balance this conflict and support both sides simultaneously, which is really not manifest in both sides liking the Biden administration, but both sides hating the Biden administration. Let's run clip six here of Kamala talking about the Palestinian Authority. Go ahead and run it. I said that we have to revitalize the Palestinian Authority, which means giving the support that is necessary for good governance, um, understanding that on the issues that must be resolved as we think of a plan for the day after, it is about good governance, which will bring transparency and accountability to the people of Gaza and the West Bank. Um, It's also about what we need to do to recognize there must be some plan for security for the region, and I suspect as as a plan develops, it will take into account interim and then longer term. And finally, what we must do in terms of rebuilding uh, Gaza. So we see that Muslim Americans in key battleground states are gathering in Michigan to launch a campaign against Joe Biden over his backing of Israel during its war in Gaza. Arab Americans and Muslim leaders from Michigan, Minnesota, Arizona, Wisconsin, Florida, Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania are expected to meet in Dearborn, Michigan on Saturday to launch their hashtag Abandon Biden campaign. We're going to run clips 20, clip 27 of Kamala then going and saying that Israel has a right to exist. This is them trying to play both sides of the field here, and it just doesn't seem to be working. Go ahead and run clip 27, please. President Biden and I have been clear. Israel has a right to defend itself, and we will remain steadfast in that conviction. President Biden and I have also been clear. As Israel defends itself, it matters how. The United States is unequivocal. International humanitarian law must be respected. Too many innocent Palestinians have been killed. Frankly, the scale of civilian suffering and the images and videos coming from Gaza are devastating. As Israel pursues its military objectives in Gaza, we believe Israel must do more to protect innocent civilians. And it doesn't stop there. 
Now they're losing the entire American population because the economy is in shambles. They constantly have to try to convince the public that everything's better than ever when everyone knows that it's not. Is Bidenomics really winning? 60% of Americans report that their income does not keep up with inflation. We're going to run clip 30 here in a second. The Biden administration has been complaining about the American public's negative views on the economy, arguing that people are operating on false perceptions influenced by right-wing media. And we know the media is left-wing, and we know what they're influenced by is their experience when they have no money in their accounts and all their bills get more and more expensive. Let's go ahead and run clip 30 about how much the Biden administration loves small business owners and loves to perpetuate and boost this economic system that we have here in America. Clip 30. I'm sure there are many small business owners and leaders here, and and I and I thank you, and I recognize you. Um, our small one. business owners and leaders are not only leaders in business. You are civic leaders. You are community leaders. You mentor. You hire locally. You encourage entrepreneurship and innovation, and it's part of then not only the, the economic fabric of our communities, it's part of this, the cultural and civic fabric of our communities. And over half of America's workforce works for our own small business. So when we're talking about investing in small businesses, it is about an investment overall in the economic strength of our nation. TurboForce Plus is back in stock for 25% off, plus free shipping and double Patriot points. More power, more strength, and more energy. TurboForce Plus from InfoWars Life is the most advanced formula for optimum focus and energy we have ever offered. And after being unavailable for months, we're glad to bring it back to you at 25% off, folks. With an energy blend that contains amino acids for sustained energy metabolism and an herbal energy blend with very high levels of key herbs for peak energy, TurboForce Plus is a force to be reckoned with. This powerhouse formula contains vitamin C, which is a powerful antioxidant and supports the immune system, thiamine, a B vitamin that is essential for converting food into energy, niacin, which is an essential B vitamin for vascular support, B6, which helps support energy metabolism. L-taurine is an amino acid that is found in large portions of the brain, heart, and blood. Beta-alanine, an amino acid that helps produce carnosine. Acetyl-L-carnitine, an amino acid that helps the body produce energy. And many more key ingredients with a long list of powerful time-tested ingredients. TurboForce Plus will be your number one go-to source for quick, accessible energy. Energize your day and boost your energy on the go with TurboForce Plus for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And may the TurboForce be with you. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do, because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity, and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place, and they're cutting off all the major energy sources, is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around. This stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. 
I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back to The American Journal, folks. I am Chase Geyser, your host this morning. The DOD is blocking U.S. Navy medical officers' computer access after he exposed an alarming surge in heart issues among vaccinated pilots. We're going to run clips 21 and 20 back-to-back here in a second. A U.S. Navy medical officer who exposed an alarming surge in heart issues among pilots who received the COVID-19 vaccine has had his computer access blocked by the Department of Defense. So not only are we seeing these stories like the one in New Zealand where the whistleblower who exposed the COVID jab mass deaths being raided... But we're seeing this happen here in the United States as well. Let's go ahead and run 21 and 20. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMET data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, and I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only... I'm using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, pulmonary heart disease, 62%, heart failure, 973%, other forms of heart disease, 63%, cardiomyopathy, 152%. This afternoon, as Ted was nearing the end of his workday, he went to use the restroom. And when he returned, he no longer had access to his work computer. And he needs to have access to his work computer to do his job. I am telling you this because I promised you I would update you and I will continue to do so. So they're silencing any voices who come out against these vaccines. They're ramping up censorship. We see that they don't actually care about the health of the American people. They never have, really. They just want to control this narrative. And they're simultaneously ramping up these international conflicts while pushing these alternative candidates. Nikki Haley coming out of nowhere. DeSantis getting pushed all the time. Vivek sort of being silenced or criticized by the mainstream media for no real reason because everything he said has been perfectly reasonable certainly much more reasonable than any of the other candidates but look at this the u.s is to quadruple its munitions production probably because we gave our munitions to ukraine 
This is coming from the Pentagon chief. So at the highest levels, they're saying that they're going to quadruple munitions production. Spending on the production of artillery shells by the Pentagon has almost doubled in recent years and will be increased even further, U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has said. Quote, Ukraine's high burn rate for artillery amid the conflict with Russia has hammered home the need to invest even more in munitions, Austin told the participants of the Reagan National Defense Forum at Simi Valley, California on Saturday. So they're getting ready for World War III. These are the clues that we need to see. Israel is expanding its ground operations to the whole of Gaza seeking total victory. We knew that this was actually about annexing Gaza. We know that they want to secure the region to ensure the safety and reliability of the IMET corridor in competition with China's Belt and Road Initiative to ensure that we have the global reserve currency status with the U.S. dollar for the 21st century. And operation in South Gaza will be no less powerful than in North, according to the IDF. A ground operation in the southern part of Gaza has already begun, and it will be no less powerful than the attack on the North. Israel Defense Forces IDF Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Herzi Halevi said on Sunday... This all coming as the Pentagon is making claims that a U.S. warship and commercial ships are under attack in the Red Sea. Sounds like a black flag operation to me if I've ever heard one. China is now saying that the U.S. Navy ship seriously violated its sovereignty and a U.S. destroyer has reportedly shot down drones as attacks hit it in the Red Sea. So there's this major escalation going on. We're hearing all these reports of increased munitions, increased Activity from the IDF in the conflict it's having with the Palestinian regions. And we're hearing claims that we are under attack. And obviously, if our warships are under attack, it's from a sovereign nation. A random terrorist group isn't just going to fire bottle rockets at a destroyer or a carrier. This must be either China or Iran or both or Iran backed by China. This is setting the stage for World War III, assuming that the reports are true at all. But I happen to know for a fact that Iranian drones have certainly been spotted flying around our ships in the region. So I don't doubt that maybe there are some attacks, but at the same token, it wouldn't be the first time that a ship was attacked and we got into a war only later to find out that the ship wasn't really attacked or the attack was allowed or the attack was conducted by our ally in order to get us involved. After all, that has happened before, hasn't it? And as this happens, we see the mass censorship. We see the COVID claims coming out. We see the government basically shutting down any voices possible, trying to persecute and prosecute Trump out of the race, ensuring that Joe Biden is the only candidate on the ballot in Florida, for example, for the Democratic primary. They're rigging another election while all this is happening because the military industrial complex, the political industrial complex wants World War III to happen. Let's watch clip 42 of the announcement that our U.S. warship has been under attack. Clip 42 here. Back to the program with some breaking news uh, coming in to us from the AP news agency. It's according to the Pentagon. The Pentagon are saying that an American warship and multiple commercial vessels have come under attack in the Red Sea. So, again, the Pentagon says an American warship and multiple commercial vessels have come under attack in the uh, Red Sea. We will bring you more on that breaking news story that uh, has just happened in the past few minutes, or at least it's been... We're going to run clip 28 before going to break. I want you guys to see this Nikki Haley ad that I saw yesterday and tell me whether or not you think that Nikki Haley is actually a different candidate, whether she's an outsider or an insider. Tell me if we're going to get more of the same or something completely different from Nikki, because in this ad, she's claiming that it's time for us to move on and leave the drama behind right after she spends 15 seconds declaring war on three different major superpowers. Go ahead and run 28. A president must have moral clarity. 
and know the difference between good and evil. Today, China, Russia, and Iran are advancing. There's chaos in our streets and college campuses. Our security is threatened at home and abroad. It's time for a new generation of conservative leadership. We have to leave behind the chaos and drama of the past and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. I'm Nikki Haley, and I approve this message. Absolutely, absolutely unbelievable. I th- and she's such a boilerplate candidate. Everything she says is just like this generic, I can't even explain it. it it's just so tacky and, and boomery. And, I, and I, I know I bash the boomers a lot, and I don't mean it as a bashing, but when I think of the boomers, I think of my parents, and I think of a population of people who have worked hard, and a lot of the conservative boomers have done a lot of great things for this country. They've paid a lot of taxes, and they tried to vote their conscience, but they just didn't know any better. Generally speaking, I think the working class boomer generation is a good group of people. But I think about a generation that doesn't know how to turn on the TV. I think about a generation that doesn't know how to use a computer oftentimes. I know there's exceptions, but every time I go to visit my parents in Illinois, there's some sort of technical issue that they need my help with. And when I see ads like that, I know that it's just speaking right to them. Yeah, China is bad. Yeah, Russia is bad. Yeah, this conf- yeah Israel is good. We need to stop the old drama and do something different. And then she literally just sort of declares war on all these countries out of nowhere, which is exactly what the Republican Party has been doing for decades now. It doesn't make any sense to me until I consider the fact that maybe she's being pushed by the intelligence community. That would make a lot of sense. It lines up with all these other news stories that we're seeing. More on the other side, folks. We're going to get more into the weeds with Nikki Haley and DeSantis and Vivek on the other side. Stick with us. Supplements are the fastest growing industry in the world for the last decade, year after year, because they really work. The compounds in nature are just incredible. And InfoWars has some of the very best supplements there are. Can you find other great ones out there? Absolutely. But ours are amongst the very best, and they fund the InfoWar. So that makes it a 360 win. We have store-wide free shipping for Cyber Week, only for a few more days. We have double Patriot points, and we have so many great products back in stock, like X2 and DNA Force Plus and Vaso Beats and Ultra 12. Some of the products are up to 60% off, like Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. The best deals are 60% off, right down to 25% off, but these are amazing products and they fund the InfoWar. So get the best products out there and keep InfoWars at the tip of the spear in the fight at InfoWarsStore.com. Free shipping right now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Welcome to the American Journal, where Chase Geyser unfolds the chapters of America's grand tale. Welcome back to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. So let's just take a 30,000-foot view. We've seen that the U.S. is quadrupling its munitions production. We see that there may or may not be a false flag operation underway as we speak in the Red Sea as our warships are being attacked by some ambiguous threat, likely Iran, if it's even happening at all. The intelligence community and the political establishment wants us to get into World War III. That's why they're pushing out 
against the Viveks and the Trumps. And that's why they're propping up this warmongering that we see from Haley. But it isn't just the presidential candidates that are doing this either. It's also the new speaker. And I like Gates and I like what he did to McCarthy because it proves that there's some sort of accountability left. But I don't think that Speaker Mike Johnson is any better. He wants to prop up Ukraine. He wants to get us involved in these these conflicts. And he's doing it in the name of protecting our own border, which is sort of bizarre. But the language that he used in this next clip, I'm going to run clip 25. He claims that Putin wants to basically conquer Europe. And keep in mind, there's never really been any evidence for this. And there's no incentive for Putin to do this because Russia is not a communist nation anymore. Communism requires conquest and expansion because it's not self-sustaining. So you always have to expand and take the resources from the new territories that you control or depend on some sort of external capitalist society to fund your communism. Like China depends on U.S. dollars to fund it, to prop it up. Or North Korea depends on Chinese dollars to be propped up. But Russia is not a communism, and it's never going to be a communism again because the Orthodox Church is a major power in Russia, perhaps the strongest entity. We know that Putin is devoted to the church, and we know that the church is incompatible with communism because in a true communism, you have to have worship of the state, and you can't have religion, which is an opiate of the masses. And so there's no evidence whatsoever that Putin wants to conduct an entire European war. He just wants to ensure that NATO can't leverage him so much that Russia has no sovereignty whatsoever into the future. Let's go ahead and run clip 25 of Speaker Johnson warmongering again against Russia. Let me tell you, the, the plurality of American people now, latest Gallup poll says we're spending too much in Ukraine. The reason they say that is because the White House has completely dropped the ball on this. They've not been able to say what the objective is. What's the end game? Is there oversight over the money? We all have the same concerns. Nobody wants Vladimir Putin to prevail and march through Europe because I don't think he would stop there. Most of us agree. He might try to go to the Balkans next and our allies over there are nervous for good reason. But we have made, we have laid down the line so clear. I did it to the White House. I've told the President, Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisors, recently as 48 hours ago, we will not be sending money to Ukraine unless we get border policy changes on our own border. Our constituents back home say... The position should we be we're never going to send the money no matter what, so get the hell out of here. When we don't have our own. So we've laid down the law. We passed H.R. 2, House Resolution 2, is our big immigration reform, our border reform uh, bill, and I told Chuck Schumer himself two days ago. That is the line. We passed that out of the House. It's been sitting over there on your desk collecting dust. We fix the border before we do anything. Is that a money thing that you're asking for? Because if you give more money to border, then they're just going to use it to process more people. H.R. 2 is policy change. It goes back to the policies that we had during the Trump era when we had this thing uh, squeezed down to almost nothing. It's, you know, the remain in Mexico. It's asylum reform. It's the parole uh, prescriptions, all the things we've all talked about. That's what we have to have. It's not throwing more money to process illegals. It's changing and closing the border. And we're demanding it. We're going to die on that hill. You're committed to these all being separate funding bills. They have to be uh, because there's no other way, Will, to ensure stewardship over the funds to make sure that they're adequately uh, uh, watched and spent. And and, uh, if you you glob it all together like that, you lose control over the policy. And that's why we've been so rigid on this. When you say die on that hill, does that mean, you know, I know there was a continued resolution passed that there was some grumbling about, but you're saying when it it comes down to a government shutdown and showdown, H.R. 2 is a a part of that. Anytime I meet with Senate colleagues, and I was at the Senate Republican luncheon a couple of days ago, I talked to, you know, Chuck Schumer and the Democrats, I talked to Hakeem Jeffries, my my, uh, counterpart and the minority leader in the House, I said, if I had 
T-shirts that would print one thing, border, border, border. That's where the Republicans are because that's where the American people are. We have to do that first before we do any of these other border. things. That's where I hardly stand. know her. And as you all know, this is not just a southern border issue. This is at impacting yeah. communities and states across the country. Look yeah. at New York. Look at the illegal immigration crisis right here that's impacting northern border states all across this country. Every community is a border community. So our members are unified Ma- in understanding Malibu. how important it is. It's in Malibu. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. unbelievable. Well, You're Congress- right. Congresswoman Stefanik, Speaker. Johnson, thank you guys so much so for being with while us. While a group of panelists sit on a white couch with beautiful flowers on the coffee table, by the way, and just allow him to ramble on about how Putin wants to do World War Three, the same network is coming out against Vivek saying that he's er- they're just doing these sort of ad hominem attacks on how arrogant he is. We're going to run clip seven here in a second. Watch what happens here while a man in a suit at Fox News criticizes Vivek of being arrogant. And we know that this is because the mainstream media narrative is to get us into World War III and they hate any candidate that is a risk to their agenda at establishing the new world order through perpetual global conflict and death and violence and injustice. Clip seven. I feel that sometimes you go too far, that you do get obnoxious, that you do get a little arrogant, that you do get a little dismissive and it's hurting you. It's hurting your brand or whatever. So, Neil, I'm not in this to play some political game of snakes and ladders. My approach to this is speak my convictions, speak them without apology. The bet I'm making is that that will ultimately be the successful strategy. But so even sometimes if it's not, you ever I'll feel frank, you overdo I'd rather it? Lose Vivek, do you some think you sometimes overdo that? No, is the okay. answer to that question. Now, do, do I evolve my thoughts in my journey as, a, as an entrepreneur and now as, a, as somebody who's been a politician for a year? Of course, you learn from your experiences and always keep an open mind. But I will never back off of speaking my convictions. Okay. In fact, I think part of the problem with the Republican Party anymore, Neil, is it's become a party that the establishment effectively co-opts politicians as their puppets. I say let's disagree, let's disagree openly. I always do it in a civil way. I don't call people names, unlike some of the others on that debate stage. So why are they perpetuating World War III and then coming out against Vivek with these ad hominem attacks? They're attacking his character. They're calling him arrogant and they're saying it's off-putting. They're saying the reason he's not winning this primary is because people are turned off by his arrogance. Come on. It's because you're propping up these deep state candidates like the Nikki Haley's who they depict in these blue collar middle class diners as if they just happen to be talking politics while they're living their normal lives. This, this clip to me is like Elizabeth Warren's beer in her own kitchen clip where she said to her husband, thank you for being here. Do you remember Trump came out and said, thank you, I live here. Hilarious moment in the last cycle. Look, look at this. This is just totally an unnatural environment here in clip 38 for Haley, who just happens to talk politics while eating at a blue collar diner. I'm going to eliminate the federal gas and diesel tax so that we give... American families more space. We're going to cut taxes on the middle class and simplify those brackets. That'll flush cash to be more in the pockets of middle class Americans. It'll stimulate the economy. And then we're going to make the small business tax cuts permanent. They made the corporate tax cuts permanent, but they made the small business tax cuts temporary. And finally, when I was governor, and it's been this way forever, presidents meet with their governors once a year. I'm going to meet with governors, Republican and Democrat, once a quarter with the sole purpose of taking as many federal programs as we can. Her policy and is more meetings. We're going to have more meetings. State level. So think health care, welfare, um, education. It will shrink the size of the federal government and it will empower the people on the ground. When we do that, 
you really are going to hit it hard at reducing costs, stopping this debt that's out of control, but also empowering people to have the value of a tax dollar again. And I think that's really important. Make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and get Turbo Turbo Force Plus, which is back in stock at 25% off, plus free shipping and double Patriot points. More power, more strength, and more energy. Turbo Force Plus from InfoWars Life is the most advanced formula for optimum focus and energy we have ever offered. And after being unavailable for months, we're glad to bring it back to you at 25% off. With an energy blend that contains amino acids for sustained energy metabolism and an herbal energy blend with very high levels of several herbs for peak energy, Turbo Force Plus is a force to be reckoned with. This powerhouse formula contains so many amazing ingredients, a long list of powerful time-tested ingredients. Turbo Force Plus will be your number one go-to source for quick, accessible energy. Energize your day and boost your energy on the go with Turbo Force Plus for 25% at forestore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. And I need to plug here because we've got uh, Cyber Week going, store on free shipping, double Patriot points, X2, the only deep earth crystal iodine that absorbs straight into your body. Nobody else has got it. It's back in stock. Folks, everybody needs to get that. My new book, The Great Awakening. Get a signed copy. That's a fundraiser. Keeps us on air. I want to thank those that have done it. I want to tell folks that have it, please get a signed copy or an unsigned copy. Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. We cannot do this without you. Plus, these are game-changing products up to 60% off right now. Biggest sell of the year, InfoWarsShore.com, Turbo Force and Brain Force, two different great nootropics, Brain Boosters are both 60% off. There's so many other specials right now, but X2 is back, but it's selling out fast. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. A more critical intel straight ahead. Stay with us. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. John, we're going to break here. When were you arrested? Okay, uh, I get come again. Holy hell. John, when were you arrested? Come again. This is just the way my phone system works. So let's take a phone call. You gotta make some phone calls. You gotta call some people. The phone is in my bedroom. I suggest you get going. Where are you calling from and what do you want to talk about? Am I on? God almighty, you are, brother. So you listen to me and you listen well. Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. <laughs> Where are you calling from? Don't get upset with Go ahead. No, I love you. Just please go ahead. 877-789-2539. 
to the American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this morning. We are going to be taking calls throughout the third hour. Make sure you call in now, 877-789-2539. Again, that's 877-789-2539. The sooner you call, the more likely I will be able to get to you. We're going to give crew a chance to screen some of the calls over the next few minutes, and we'll start taking calls right away at the top of the hour. We've been covering this sort of 30,000-foot view of the news today, going into how all of this is sort of connected in terms of the climate change agenda, the vaccine initiatives, the military-industrial complex buildup, these conflicts in several major regions among several major superpowers, and the simultaneous mainstream media sort of political private press push for these candidates who are just genuinely discomforting to watch. It's just totally unintuitive when you look at the Nikki Haley's or the DeSantis's. They just come off very disingenuous. And they're getting pushed regardless. I mean, Vivek is a much more likable, smarter person than any of these alternatives that I've seen. Obviously, Trump's by far my favorite. He's way more presidential than any of these other candidates. But why do they constantly get pushed on these mainstream media networks? Well, it's because they're warmongers. And my only hope is that we have a generation that's wise enough to realize these lies coming into prominence. I want to run just clip, clip nine. This is Nicole Schwab talking about how the pandemic was a great opportunity. And then after we run that clip, we're going to go into this example of this kid that I saw respond to what she witnessed during the pandemic. Go ahead and run clip nine, please. This crisis has shown us that, first of all, things can shift very rapidly when we put our minds to it and when we feel the immediate emergency to our livelihoods. And second, that um, clearly the system, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, that we had before is not sustainable. So I see it as a tremendous opportunity to really to have this great reset and to use this huge flows you know, of money to use the increased levers that policymakers have today in a way that was not possible before to create a change that is not incremental but that we can look back and we can say this is the moment where we really started to position, you know, nature at the core of the economy. And that was Eva von Braun there. We see this in the context of this new report that the EU committees vote in favor of mandatory interconnected digital patient health records for all citizens is coming up. The EU's next legislative goal is part of a push to strip citizens of their privacy. It's now reached medical histories and associated data. It's, it, it's insane. But I think that there's a generation that realizes, that transcends the cognitive dissonance and realizes how just full of it these globalists are. They just lie and they gaslight and then they lie and then they gaslight and they lie and they gaslight and they expand. Let's look at clip number 41. This is what Greta Thunberg should have been. This is the smarter than Greta. This is bizarro Greta right here. 41. 
The only thing I'm thankful for this lockdown that it made me start thinking and asking questions about this. They supposedly care about our health and stuff, but the FDA approves of McDonald's and allows all this fact, all of this chemicals in our food, but they they care about our health apparently. Yeah, it's just all a business. They don't care about your health. Just people are brainwashed. They let everyone think for them, and they let the news think for them. It's crazy. I for sure don't turn on the TV and and look at News 12. I watch documentaries. Because, you know, Google sometimes isn't the best option to look for your information since they censor a lot of articles and stuff that, you know, has answers. Not only that, Google and YouTube and Instagram, there's way more other platforms that share a lot of information. Speaking of caring about your health, it seems that the Russian government is actually way ahead of us on this. This is a place that doesn't advocate for things like euthanasia. It doesn't advocate for things like depopulation or globalism. That's why they're so hated by the internationalist community. The Russian MP proposes taxing childless people. So they're worried that their population is aging out. They're worried that they don't have enough people going into the workforce. So they want to tax people for not having kids. A member of Russia's state, Duma, has proposed to revive a tax on childlessness, which existed during the Soviet times, citing the need to boost the population. Quote, we must encourage the birth of children, end quote. From the ruling United Russia Party, it was told that Govert Moscow Radio on Saturday, he added that the tax revenue could be used to fund existing and future welfare programs designed to help families with children. Quote, should we introduce a tax for this cause? If we won't have enough money for such projects, we should. The MP who sits on the Parliamentary Budget and Taxation Committee said it is not a punishment, but a solution to the problem. They're trying to incentivize, and I don't believe in this policy. I don't think you should tax people for not having kids. Don't get me wrong. But I do believe in the pro-humanism behind it. And I do believe in incentives for people to have children, to perpetuate the culture, to sustain the sovereignty of these nations. And why is it that every time I look at Russia, I see really a totalitarian regime that seems to have more of a moral compass than our own? And you can talk all day about capitalism versus communism or totalitarianism versus democracy. And it's just a lie to make the argument that that's the difference between the United States and Russia. It's not about a republic versus a totalitarian state. It's not about a democracy versus a communist society. We are two despotic nations. We are two top-down nations. The only difference here is that Putin isn't leveraged by his intelligence community in the way that Biden is or our White House has been basically since the assassination of JFK. We are run by committees, yes, but those committees are appointed, controlled, managed by CIA directors, the FBI directors, there are a few people that run this country and they're all in the intelligence community. They're not elected. And these intelligence operatives have major blackmail over all of our leaders, not just the presidents, but many members of Congress. They want corrupt politicians to be in power, to be in office, because if they're not corrupt, then there just simply isn't enough dirt on them. That's why they hate Elon Musk so much. He's never really done anything wrong. They try to come out and say that he sexually assaulted someone after a massage or something and it just didn't land because it was so obviously not true. They always throw that out there. Russell Brand, same thing. They try to come out and say that he was a sexual assailant. They had to interview like 400 women that he slept with in order to find one that was willing to make the claim. 
<laughs> and it's just so blatantly obvious to me what they're doing. First up, let's take a call from Tim in California before we go to break. We have just a couple minutes left. I want to hear from him. Tim, what's up? You know, on on Friday, we hit that uh, 30 hospitals were hit, you know, part of that Ardent uh, health group. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, a cyber attack, and you mentioned that, yeah, we had problems hitting payroll just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget about Las Vegas. Las Vegas was majorly hit. Well, now we find out on Friday that we've got 60 credit unions that have been hit. And cyber oh, wow. criminals conduct ransomware attack, causing outages at 60 credit unions, federal agencies say. This is according to abc7.com. And mm-hmm. you, know, you can read all about it, but it's just more of the same. It's yeah. just more yeah. of the same. And I think it's, you say, it, it, it could be coming from just sort of kids in their basement doing these, these attacks. But I, I think that they're coordinated. I think that they're likely to be sort of Iranian or Chinese or even Russian. And I think every time we do something offensive internationally it seems like we're hit with a slew of cyber attacks on our major institutions right away i mean cyber attacks have been happening consistently for 10 years but they pop off all of a sudden over the course of the last few months it's not as if people suddenly know how to code and they didn't before they seem to be very correlated to what's going on internationally it's just like with the air balloon or whatever, the spy balloon that was shot down over the United States that was sent from China. As soon as that happened, we saw lasers sighted over the Space Force facility in Hawaii within 24 hours of 700 gallons of diesel fuel spilling all over the mountain from that facility because of a failure in the fuel pump. They were using those lasers to hack from a satellite into the facility to disable the pump and cause the oil spill. It's tit for tat. Same thing with these cyber attacks, I think. More on the other side, folks. Stay tuned and call in 877-789-2539. Normally, Christmas is our biggest sell of the year. But because of supply chain breakdowns and other issues... This is our biggest sale because finally, almost all of our best-selling products are finally back in stock, including sold out for more than a year, X2, the only true nascent iodine out there is finally back. What it does for your immune system, your body, all your cells is miraculous. It's discounted at InfoWarsTore.com. Double Patriot points, free shipping, biggest sale hands down of 2023. I'm sure Christmas will have a big sale, but we'll be sold out of most of this. So Christmas has come early. Black Friday's come early. And it funds the InfoWar. Get X2. Get VasoBeats back in stock. Get all the other great products at InfoWarsTore.com right now. But again, Our fan favorite, my favorite, is X2. Sold out for over a year. Could be our last run if we're shut down. Get it while you can. X2, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. 